Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. Hello. <laughs> A special supporter over there. <laughs> um, right. Let me just uh, set myself up. Ooh, what have I got here? Um, well, I... Hmm? Are they, are they yours? No, yours are over there. Um, so, today is a day of celebration, isn't it? This week has been a week of celebration, hence celebrations. Now, before I go any further, I have to say something important. I need some help, so, don't we all? Um, especially when you get to my age. I need some help, and I'd like some helpers. But we have a a camera on. Hello to all of you at home. Um, Now, if you come up to the front to help me, you might be on the camera, so you might be on YouTube. I thought you were all going to rush forward then. (laughs) So uh, please don't come forward uh, unless your mum, dad, or whoever brought you said that that's okay. All right? Good. So today, uh, I'm going to try to teach you a few things, and hopefully I'm going to learn a few things too. So um, I'm going to teach you some numbers, or we're going to think about a lot of numbers. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm going to teach you a little bit of Greek. Is that okay? Yeah. Nothing really heavy, don't worry. And I'm going to use a few words beginning with P. Now, I, I confess the most important word, ah, there it is, I forgot. Okay, so it's not there, but we're going to use this board. Thanks, Dan. Right, I think I can start now. Um, Actually, could I have some helpers? Does anybody want to come and sit around me? I do have, oh, great. I do have some chocolate, so every time you help, (laughs) I get to eat some, no, sorry, you get to eat some chocolate. Okay, good. Let's let's sit down, shall we? Shall we have a sit down here? Um, other people can join us if they want. So, um, here we are. Here's our first word, beginning with P. And it's to do with a number. When somebody says platinum, what number do we now think of? 70. 70! That's wonderful, that's great. Um, you can, oh great, yeah, do come forward. Uh, would you like to, Nathan, would you like to go and stick it on the board? It's meant to have special... Not magic, but Velcro on it. Yep, just put it on there. That's great. Okay, that's, that's lovely. Thanks for coming forward. Great. I've got a couple of other words here. Now, Pentecost already existed before the Holy Spirit came that special day. Now, did you know that Pentecost was a harvest festival? Yes, some of you did. Yes, yes, yes. And at harvest, we remember these two Ps. We remember protection and provision. They're slightly big words. So uh, what does protection mean? That means yes. that, like, if a, like, if a monster comes, someone fights it away. Oh, that's good. So if a monster comes, somebody fights it away and keeps you safe. Yeah? So protection, round of applause, chocolate, yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, protection is keeping you safe and provision is giving you what you need. 
So that's what people were celebrating at Pentecost. Would you like to put that up on there? So that's what it was all about. And it was such an important and big festival that people were meant to come to Jerusalem from all over the world. Lots of people were there. Okay? Right. Let's see. We're going to learn a bit of Greek now. Okay, so I'm holding up this picture. What is this? Almost. That's not the word I'm looking for. It is. Oh, very good. Who said tricycle? I think it was you. That's good. So you can you can perhaps put that up there. Now, do you think there's a Greek number in that word? Huh? Tree. Yes, I couldn't see a tree, but I think you're right. Yes. By the way, the shape of a a three-sided shape is a triangle, isn't it? Yeah? That's where the idea of try, try, try again comes from, apparently. Right, okay. So now we have um, this... Octopus. Oh, good. I haven't had a chance to describe it yet. Help yourself. Um, So I checked this, and it's not eight-legged. It's not eight-armed. It has... Six arms and two legs. Did you know that? We call it eight-limbed. You, you that knew that. You knew that. Could you? Would you mind putting that on there? I'm not going to teach you anything. Sorry. Yeah. I, I knew that because octopuses were ink. They do. Yes. They mess up your homework. Something rotten. Right. Has everybody had a chocolate that should have had one? Okay. And um, what shape is this? What is this? Uh, but yes, but what shape is it? Pentagon. It's a pentagon, yes. So this is what Japanese farmers do when they've got time on their hands. Honestly, that's true. Uh, thank you. Would you like to put that up there? Um, so um, we learnt a Greek word just then with the octopus. It was O-C-T. What does that mean? Yes. And what number are we thinking of when we say we say eight? Seventeen. Explain that to me later. It's eight, really. Okay, so, and then we have that strange orange. It's a pentagon, and it's got P-E-N-T in it. What number could that be in Greek? All together? It's five. Now, look, Pentecost has got that word in it, hasn't it? And it's all to do with the number five. It's actually 50. So it's 50 days after Passover. Now, I have three numbers together here. These are all days, but they're all to do with the disciples. So 50 days. What, did, what happened in the life of the disciples for 50 days? Yes. They had fire on their heads for 50 days. Maybe they did. But there's something else I'm thinking of. It happened on the first day, and then there was a gap of 50 days. Anybody help me with this? Jesus came back to life. That was the resurrection. Easter, and then Pentecost. 50 days. Okay? Would somebody like to put... Hannah, would you like to put that on the board? 40 days. Can anybody tell me what happened during 40 days? Mm-hmm. Yes. I just go put 
You go and put that chocolate back for later. Okay, so that nobody helps themselves to it. Okay, 40 days... You're going to put that back. Okay, I promise I wasn't going to help myself. Not to a bounty. Um, <laughs> so, 40 days. Jesus was with the disciples for 40 days after he came back to life. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Would you mind uh, putting that on there? Help yourself to a chocolate. So that leaves 10 days. What are these 10 days about in the store? Not quite, not quite. It's a bit of a math sum, really. 50, 40, 10. Anybody? Can anybody work out? 20, 20, 30, 40, 50. Yes, you're overthinking it, actually. So there were 50 days between Easter and Pentecost. 40 of those days Jesus was with them, and 10 of those days... They had to wait. There we are. Okay, would uh, somebody like to put that up there? Great. I think we need to pass some chocolate over here. Ten days they had to wait. Have you ever waited ten days? Oh, you, oh, you have? Was it hard? When, when, one day, yes. my mummy, yes. when my daddy was ordering some HelloFresh, it always takes about <laughs> I think, okay. Either my microphone's picking this up or you've got great hearing. It's ironic, isn't it, that HelloFresh takes such a long time to arrive. <laughs> Still fresh. Let's, let's move on. Now, we've got two really big numbers here. Can anybody read that number? I can read that. Go on. Go on. 30. Good. Anybody read this number? 100,000. Now, these aren't in the passage, but they are historical numbers, important for the story. Can anybody guess what these numbers might mean? Or be? It's to do with the population. 30,000 people were probably living in Jerusalem yes. on the day of Pentecost. Did you guess that? Yeah. Have another chocolate. There you go. <laughs> what about 100,000? What do you think this number means? It's shocking. This is the number of visitors to Jerusalem. I'm just thinking of toilets now. I can't help it. Could... Um, could somebody, perhaps, would you like to put that on the board? Can you do that? So 100,000 visitors. Here's an easy one. What's this number? 3,000. 3, and what, what, what happened with 3,000? 3,000 disciples. New disciples, that's right. 3,000 people said yes. 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 3,000 people said, oh, I want to follow Jesus. I believe and I understand what you just explained to me, Peter. So 3,000 people got baptised and followed Jesus. Would you like to put that up there right? Um, okay, got two more. 15, can anybody guess where 15 comes in this story? I counted it up. Our chocolates have gone, I don't know. Oh, 15 is the number of chocolates left. No, 15, thanks. Anybody, anybody 
guess what 15 is in this story? Yes, well done. Well done. Very good. I'm just going to. So that wasn't bad. Yay! Could you put that up there? Lovely. I may have miscounted, but I've given you the benefit of that. What about this? Nine, nine o'clock. Hmm? Yes, 90, uh, no, 9 a.m. What happened at 9 a.m.? Everything happened at 9 a.m., everything. And I think it's fantastic that we've got this little detail in the story because it helps us to, uh, to know that it's true because people could have said, no, it wasn't, wasn't 9 a.m., I was there, it wasn't 9 a.m., but it was 9 a.m. in the morning and nobody was drunk. That's great. Okay, thank you very much. I've got one more. Number 11. I always struggle with this number, so I'm going to have to think about that. But can you, could you, yeah, lovely. I need, I need a volunteer, because I think this is going to help me find my number 11. Um, you've probably noticed this. It says, what's in the box? Who would like to find out what's in the box? Hannah, would you like to do it? Now, Hannah, before you put your hands in here, feel it and tell everybody what you found. I just want to tell you that there is nothing living in here. <laughs> nothing is going to bite you and kill you. Okay? <laughs> right, okay. Put your, put your hands in there and tell us what you think you found. It's all right. It's only rubber. It's rubber. Put your... Put your hand in there. Put it in there. Can you put your hand in? Yep, that's it. Both hands, both hands together. You don't want to do it. Oh, sorry. I bigged it up too much. Sorry. You can do the next one if you like. Right. Put, put your hand. Yes. Oh, he's brave. He's brave. I feel like a snake. Is it, you sure? Let's, let's have a look. Should we take it out? You're right, it is a snake. Round of applause and a chocolate for you. Yeah, it's not a real snake, no. And now? It's rubber. It's rubber. Now, I have, I have one more in here. Maybe I could have a slightly bigger person to... Um, yeah, would you like to have a go? See if you can work out what is in there. Let's move that. <laughs> it's not alive. Not gonna, not gonna bite. I'll bring it out. Let's have a look. It is. It's a scorpion. A snake and a scorpion. How on earth did I? Yeah. Wow. Oh. And now I've remembered what this eleven is. Scorpions have very big claws. They do, and they can sting you, and it can hurt a lot. So Jesus said. In Luke chapter 11 and verse 11, well, he said something, but I need some audience participation. I want you to respond with the words, no way. One, two, three. Good. So Jesus said, if your son or daughter asked you for a fish, would you give them a snake? Well done. You've been practicing. And then he said, and if your son or daughter asked you for an egg, would you give them 
A scorpion? Don't be silly, don't be daft. No, we wouldn't do that. Well, there is a verse that's going to come up on the screen, I think. And it's from Luke chapter 11 and verse 13. And it says this, If you, imperfect parents, that's me, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Thank you very much. Would you like to sit down, take, take a seat for the moment? Thank you. Round of applause, please. Brilliant. How much more? So God is our perfect father, and he wants to give us good gifts. And the best gift that he can give us is his Holy Spirit to be with us forever. That was a promise that Jesus made. Here's another P. It was a promise that Jesus made. And when Peter stood up, he explained that God had promised his Holy Spirit many years before through the prophets. And we can receive that promise today. Now then. In this passage, we find more or less... Uh, these words, near and far. Let's have a look. I think we've got a verse that's coming up. It was read to us. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those who are far away. Now, today, you might feel that you are near. You might feel that you're near. Maybe it's because you're sitting on the front row, or because you're here in St. George's Church in Leeds, or maybe you feel near because you've been reading your Bible recently, or you've been praying, and you feel quite close to God. This promise is for you. If you're a child today, this promise is for you. That's what it said. It's for your children. But it's also for those who feel far away. Now, you might be feeling far away. Maybe you're on the live stream and uh, you're in a different country or uh, a different part of England or maybe you haven't been able to leave the house for a while. Or maybe you're here, but you haven't read your Bible recently and maybe you haven't prayed much and maybe you're feeling disappointed with life and things are getting on top of you and maybe you feel far far away from God's goodness and God's plans. Well, the promise is for you. You who are near and you who are far. I was at Holy Trinity Borlane a couple of weeks ago and a family came in, a big grown-up family. They were from Lithuania. Three of them went in and they knelt down and they prayed, which is a little bit unusual, but it was lovely to see. But the fourth didn't go in and I said you can come in as well and he said no I'm a sinner I I can't come in today and I said but God wants you to come in today he's waiting to receive you so you might be near and far at the same time you might be here but sort of saying no let's unpack this promise I'm going to unpack it as we think about the trinity So as we think about the Father and using some words beginning with P, I want to say to you that God, God the Father, 
He has perfect love for us. Sort of came out in the scorpion and snake idea. No, of course he wouldn't give us anything dangerous or bad. He has perfect love and he has wonderful plans for us. I know that because I've experienced that and many of you have as well. The next sheet is about Jesus. Two words. Peter stood up and he said, you need to turn back. Turn back to God. You need to recognize who Jesus is. He's the one who died on the cross. And he's the one who can forgive you and make you pure in God's eyes. He's the one who can bring you back into a relationship with God and give you peace. That's another P. And then he said, and you can receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, we learned last week at Breakfast Church, is sent by God, is God, and is God everywhere. It's the presence of God in our lives, helping us to hear God and walk closely with God. But also, the Holy Spirit brings the power of God, the power of God to be different, to make different choices, to live differently, and also to talk to others about Jesus. Let me put these up here. And I have one one last word here, and it is perfume. And I'd like a few volunteers who don't mind a little bit of perfume on their hands. Anybody like to help me with this? What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spray this perfume on your hands, and I'm going to encourage you to go around the church, and we'll find out if other people can smell the perfume. So, yeah, would you like to do that? So you can go up and around. You can wave your hands around. Or, if you want to, you can high-five people. Is that all right? Is that okay? Anybody else? Would you like to? Yeah? Okay. Any more volunteers? Put your hands together. Both hands together. There we are. That's good. Great. So go around the church. Wave your arms around. Anybody else want to help me with this? No? Okay. Well, in that case, I'm just going to come here and spray it a little bit. Wind's blowing the wrong way. But... uh, there we are. Is it okay? I put it on my hands as well. Yes, thank you. That's great. Okay, so we have come to the end of what I was uh, planning to say today. Can anybody smell the perfume? You can smell it at the back. Anybody up there? Not yet. Okay, we'll come and give it to you. In a moment, you can come. Great. In a moment, you can come down and receive some perfume on your hands, if you like, uh, as a sort of a symbol of you wanting to share the goodness of Jesus, the presence of God, the aroma, the smell of Jesus to your friends, family and colleagues. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.